0: It is runoff day in Georgia, also known as Election Day. But it's really only Election Day there because in the race for Senate, neither Herschel Walker or Raphael Warnock crossed 50 percent. So there's a mandatory runoff there in the state of Georgia. And if you have not voted and you live in Georgia or if you know anybody that lives in Georgia, please let them know there's still time to vote today. It's so, so important. And today on The Breakdown, I'm going to unpack and explain what this race actually means and why it's so important to have Reverend Raphael Warnock in Congress. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. Everybody, glad to be back. I'm actually dealing with uh, more pain today than normal. I had a surgical procedure on my neck on last Wednesday, and what is today, Tuesday. And so I'm kind of at the period where I'm no longer taking my strongest medications. And so I'm just back to dealing with some pain. But I think I'll be a lot better in a few days. And um, I am uh, also experiencing just a little bit of anxiety, not much. Over this race in Georgia and every every poll that I've seen, every indication that I've seen suggests that in early voting in Georgia, Raphael Warnock is leading and leading by a good margin, like enough to win the race. But what we've seen now is that Republicans foolishly, for whatever reason, have demeaned early voting so much that they don't really participate in it like they should. But now they show up on same day voting. And for Republicans to win this race today, which I don't think they will, but for Republicans to win, they have to have a historic election day blowout. Like they have to show up in a major, major way. And I'm just not convinced that's going to happen. I think now the secondhand embarrassment of Herschel Walker, I mean, Every day when this man, when they turn on the mic, this man is liable to say, like, there's a part of me that, like, a very small, small part of me that feels sorry for him. Like, what's going on here? Why does he, why does he sound so dumb? Like, so, you know, we could blame it on CTE and whatever, but he's a mess. And uh, it's a mess that he even made it this far as a candidate. Uh, I think it says a lot about the Republican Party that this dude is who they wanted to throw up against Rafael Warnock. But if Republicans show up like in blowout level numbers today, that's what they'll have to do to win. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, it's still going to be close. Remember, this race was like 49 49. And so it's going to be close no matter what. I just hope it's not, you know, so close that. You know, we can hardly stand it. I think Warnock has it, but same thing. The Democratic voters, or even just Georgia residents who respect themselves and who like their state, should be showing up to vote for Raphael Warnock. And I see a lot of people on my timeline, and, and I'm, I'm grateful that people like this express their opinions, because you can live in a political bubble and not really understand that a lot of people feel the way I'm about to say I hear a lot of people, and see a lot of people on my timeline saying, why does it really matter? Like, the Democrats don't really do much for us anyway, so why does it matter? Right after the break, I'm going to give you three or four ways that it will really matter to have Reverend Raphael Warnock specifically in the Senate. I'll be right back after a break. Quick word from some of our sponsors. As you probably know, the United States Senate continues to be one of the single whitest bodies in all of government. Uh, There's not equal representation for women, there is not equal representation of the different ethnic groups that really represent the United States. It's a super male, super white body, and they want to keep it that way. And immediately, having Raphael Warnock in the Senate not only improves and changes and impacts the demographics, You don't. it's not just a number, like there is one black man in the Senate. It's perspective. And this is a man who deeply understands the plight of everyday people. He understands the plight directly of poor people, not only because of where and how he grew up, but he pastors a church in a deeply impoverished community that continues to struggle and have real challenges. And it just means that he is aware of the real everyday struggles of people in this country, particularly black people in this country. And so it's very important not just to have a black man in the Senate because there, there could be a conservative black, it could be Herschel Walker, but to have a black man in the Senate that is deeply informed, not just on the problems and plight of black people, but on real practical solutions. Um, I think immediately Raphael Warnock, when he's in the Senate, becomes one of the three or four smartest people in the Senate. He's that smart, that intelligent. Um, Anybody who knows him will tell you that. Like, he is brilliantly smart. And I want smart people in government. Like, bottom line, the government is highly complex. The solutions are highly complex. And often the problems that we face, just deeply complex problems. And so we need... Like, really, we need the best of the best in government. And for a thousand reasons, the best of the best are like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not running for Senate. I'm not running for governor. I'm not running for Congress. I'm not running for mayor. The best of the best look at government and all its dysfunction and just say, hell no, I'm not doing that. And so when you get a chance to elect somebody like Raphael Warnock, it makes a big difference. And He will end up being like a walking advertisement for other brilliant black folk and just brilliant, good-hearted people in general to say, well, hell, if he's doing it, I might do it. And and so he instantly just becomes an essential role model. Um, I've talked about this before, and I, I can't overstate it. And I see thousands and thousands of comments that make it clear to me that for a lot of reasons, people don't really understand what I'm about to say. Having a Democratic majority in the Senate, even now, this way, it won't be 50-50 with a tiebreaker, which is what it is. It'll be, you know, 51 to 49. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris will need to be a tiebreaker much, much less. But Joe Biden in the White House for the next two years will have 100 picks for judges that they have to submit and they can get them approved by a simple majority. And these judges have lifetime appointments and what they do, what those judges do day in and day out matters very, very deeply to all of us. But what they do ends up being so private. What happens in, in federal courts, ends up being so behind the scenes. There aren't cameras in these courts. Um, you know, we, we rarely fully understand the lifelong impact that these judges have. And, and the president gets to appoint these judges and they get approved not by the whole Congress, just by the Senate. And so having Raphael Warnock there as the 51st Democratic vote in a, in a majority, makes a big, big difference. Um, and, and then there's one thing that I haven't talked about much. The Senate and governorships, and to a much lesser degree, mayoralships. most American presidents and presidential nominees come from the Senate and come from governorships. Those are the pipelines and there are a few exceptions, but the majority of American presidents and American presidential candidates come from the United States Senate and different states as governors. And we need a deeper, more quality, robust bench in the Democratic Party so that we can say, well, could Raphael Warnock run? Could he be a candidate for president? Um, and, and the short answer is yes. It's important to have someone like him um, just to be a possible candidate, not in two years, but maybe down the road. And if Joe Biden doesn't run, who's to say that Raphael Warnock wouldn't run in two years? He's in a very essential swing state. You win Georgia, it's hard to lose. Uh, hard to lose a presidential race if you win Georgia. And so it's not, I'm not just endorsing Raphael Warnock as president, but if Rafael Warnock ever wants to run as governor, um, to be a United States Senator, you really are serving at kind of the highest level of American government outside of the White House and really, really outside of the presidency. And we need more quality men and women in those roles as governors, as senators, so that they can be the next presidents, the next vice presidents, so they can play an important role in the future of our country. And I think Raphael Warnock is that. So listen, I want this podcast to get out. So I want you all to be able to encourage everybody, you know, to vote, love, love, love and appreciate all of you. And if you are not yet a member of the North Star, please go to the northstar.com, subscribe today. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, you can subscribe now for free on Apple Podcasts on Spotify. We need you to do that and listen to all of our episodes. It helps us a lot. Take care everybody and have a great day. Break it down. Break, 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 break.